I don't know. How do we get there? Come on, let's go. It's David Haynes Magical Movie Hour. Indeed, Hain and Daves. Hain and Daves. Indeed. You're listening to Dragon Radio. This is Dave and Hain's Magical Movie Hour. Hey guys, welcome back to Dave and Hain's Magical Movie Hour on KMSC Dragon Radio, 1500 AM. I'm Dave. I'm Hayden. What's up, guys? It's good to be back here with Dave in the studio. We had a couple weeks there before where we weren't able to do this. We were kind of opposites. I'd go home, and then you were at home when I'm here. Yeah. So that was an interesting time, but we're back. So. Yeah, second week in a row. And good thing is my mic is working today. Uh, hopefully it won't cut out on me. So everything's looking good here. And then I... Did figure out what I want to do. Dave, I don't know if you're going home, but I think mm-hmm. I'll be able to do the show this Friday. So we will have a show for sure. Okay, I guess we got to talk great. about that then. Yeah. So unless you're going home earlier, I'm not sure. All right, we can talk after the show about that. All right, stay tuned. Uh, you guys may or may not have a show next week. We'll see. <laughs> All right, and with that uncertainty, let's get into the news. This is so dave what do we got for the news this week anything exciting well the uh, golden globes were last sunday and apparently the ratings dropped 60 percent compared to last year really yeah I i was reading an article where uh for last year the golden globes had like 18 million viewers okay for this year it had only 6 million Really? That's, yeah, so, that's, that's a big a massive drop. drop off. Yeah. I didn't, I personally did not watch them. I know Carter said he watched them with you. Yeah, we watched it together. So how was it this year? Was it as exciting as it usually is it, or did it, it feel well, different? It was very different. Uh, because of the pandemic, they really played it safe. So it was held, it was very virtual. Okay. Where the, the uh, actors and all the uh, behind the scenes talent, they were on Zoom pretty much. Okay. And in fact, uh, they made a blunder in the show going in where uh, Daniel, uh, he won for Judas and the Black Messiah. So the supporting actor, and he was muted for part of the speech. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, and we just knew that was bound to happen if they were on Zoom. Yeah, I always forget to unmute sometimes too, so it happens. Yeah. Um, so I don't usually watch the Golden Globes. What is that one about? Is that like TV shows or something? That is movies, uh, TV movies, and uh, shows. Okay. Series. And it's kind of like a, they combine everything. with It's like Emmys and Oscars put together. Okay. They also do genres too. They do best actor in, in a drama or best actor in a comedy. Oh, okay. So that's something they do differently with the Oscars. Mm. The Oscars are more focused on... Uh, just they combine everything into one pot. Yeah. So I'm curious to see how the Oscars are going to do it this year with Zoom. It will with the pandemic if it's going to be kind of the same setup and how that's going to work. Sonic's going to win best picture. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> well it seems like for the how they trend uh the Oscars seem to are very similar to the Golden Globes and who gets nominated and who and who doesn't. With Sonic there. No, Sonic wasn't nominated for anything. Come on, But man. it may be nominated for Best Visual Effects. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I'm kind of hoping Sonic wins something because, I don't know, Jim Carrey was the best part of that movie, but... Oh, he was entertaining, definitely. Yeah. But it's just kind of a meme movie, so that'd be funny if it won something. A what movie? Kind a of meme? a meme. Yeah, it is. So, that's exciting. Uh, The main takeaway I had from the Golden Globes was that it was very dull and boring being virtual okay they went through the categories very fast as well it's like they would just present the nominees and then all right this guy wins and then they weren't like the oscar where they drag it out have like music playing and all that no it's not really dragged out uh but i think there should be like a middle between kind of uh giving it a little more than reading off names and whatnot yep 
And then people giving their speech on mute. Yeah. I don't know. This the whole thing seemed very checked out to me. Okay. It's like, like really, uh, even the uh, the the people uh, getting those awards. It's like they didn't really seem like they were really into it because there's people wearing like sweatshirts on Zoom. Yeah. And there's people wearing like these elaborate dresses and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a funny mix. Like nobody really knew what to do exactly if yeah, it was wear? on Zoom. Oh, uh, what should I wear? Um, yeah, whatever. You know, this is kind of comf. I'm gonna wear it this year. Why not? And then others were like, I gotta dress up. Yeah. So. I really think the reason why the ratings dropped so so significantly was because of the films itself themselves. Yeah, they didn't really that have has that much to, to go it. from. I mean, that's kind of the main pulling in point for watching those award shows is like what films and stuff are nominated like you know like for example last year was really exciting to watch because um my favorite movie well one of my favorite movies parasite was in there like five times so it was like exciting to see what what could they potentially win but this year there's like nothing so yeah nothing that really catches your eyes a lot of independent films yeah it's kind of okay stuff you know nothing crazy yeah. but it, it's like so disappointing compared to last year where it's like they had, we had so many great films yeah this year is a really big letdown in films because last year man oh my that was that well i should say two years ago now yeah because 2019 had like the best year for film in a long time in a while that yeah i agree with you like there were so many great movies that came out that it now it's just a letdown. It's kind of like we're just slowly falling down a hill <laughs> <laughs> yep. right now. So hopefully we'll climb back up soon. Yeah, hopefully. All right, I think we got covered everything about that. Uh, did you want any? Did you want to see anything else? Uh, no, I'm good on that. Okay. Uh, there are reports that Justice League will end on a cliffhanger of sorts. Really? Yeah, but there's. There's not really. Gonna, I don't think there's gonna be a sequel. Um, correct me if not I'm really wrong, likely. but um, they gave a date, March fifth. I think it was March sixteenth or eighteenth. March. Okay. Yeah, I knew it was sometime in March, but I didn't know what day that was gonna be released. And that's gonna be on HBO Max. That's right. So, and it's. Do you know how long the runtime is? It's like four hours. Okay. I don't know. Might have to get HBO Max just no, to I watch that. No, I think Carter's that. got us. We can just watch it. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, That's we should right. totally get together and watch yeah. uh, the whole thing. I forgot Carter's, Carter's parents plugged him up. Yeah, so we're covered. So Carter's <laughs> family, if you're listening, uh, Carter's... Well, That's off to you. His roommate, um, please hook me up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, so that should be exciting. I'm, I don't know how a cliffhanger would work out. Well, because um, I think they wanted to leave it off on a note on like a cliffhanger where dark side is at the end okay i was just wondering because it's like i don't think are they making another justice they're not going to yeah so it's like it'd be kind of weird to leave it at a cliffhanger but it might be interesting so i'd have to see but you know what we should do is we should we should watch the original one that came out I um, guess we I the guess non we have to. Snyder cut yeah. and then watch the Snyder cut and see how much better his is or worse. Hopefully it's a lot better. Yeah, because I do have it up here. I got it for Christmas one year, so Carter wanted to watch it. So um, in the dorm last year, but then COVID hit, so we didn't get to. So I brought it up. Oh. So we'll get to watch it, Dave. We have to. All right, sounds good. I'm I'm hyped to see what Snyder has in store. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Okay, uh, moving on. Apparently there... Whoops. Apparently there's another Star Trek film in development at Paramount. Uh, this time, uh, Discovery writer Kalinda Vesquez will be writing the script. It's a new vision for Star Trek, and it won't involve Chris Piner, uh, the cast of the Kelvin, of the Kelvin timeline. Okay. Honestly, there's been so many rumors about a new Star Trek film that... It's like it's hard to believe at this point. Really? At one point, we had Tarantino who wanted to make a Star Trek movie. The, Tar- the Tarantino? The Tarantino, yep. Okay. That would have been interesting. interesting. I, I see him more as like a bloody gore type of a man that does mm-hmm. like westerns and um, 
kind of like dramas, but Star Trek, that would be a big change. He's actually a big fan of Star Trek. Really? Yeah. I've never seen, so I mean, I can't say too much, <laughs> but we still got to meet up to watch the other one. I was oh, definitely. super busy this week with stuff, so maybe we'll have time this week to watch one, finally. Guess we got to check your schedule. Break the Star Trek virginity. That's right. <laughs> uh... There, yeah, as I said, there's like been so many rumored Star Trek projects over the past couple of years that you have to take this with a grain of salt. I don't, I personally don't think that this this will uh, be will go be greenlit okay. because I think they still want to have Chris Hemsworth back as uh, Kirk's dad. Oh yeah, because of course he's a he's a box office draw after yep. Thor. Yep, people see his name and they're like. Hey, I want to see what's up with that, and then they yeah, watch exactly. it. So, where if they have just Joe Smo as his dad, like <laughs> it's not gonna, no drawing point to get people to like go check it out. So it makes sense. Yeah, and uh, I am not a fan of Star Trek Discovery, so I don't think I would like this script just based off of uh, the Discovery TV show that this writer works on. Okay. Go ahead. I just I personally think that Star Trek Discovery is too pessimistic, uh, where Star Trek should be a more optimistic future, and that one is just it it's too, it takes it's, it feels too dystopian. It's like it, and that's not what Star Trek is. Yeah, I've never seen it, so again, I can't like argue or say much on okay. it. But um. But yeah, it's interesting, I guess. Interesting take. There's all these other ones, so... Yeah. I, I just wanted to put that in there because that was uh, kind of a big news thing I saw. Uh, moving on, uh, Ridley Scott is developing a Napoleon Bonaparte biopic. Mm. Uh, he's looking to cast uh, Jodie Comer to play Josephine, which I presume to be... Uh, someone who was in Napoleon's life. Okay. Uh, I think that's actually really interesting. Um, Ridley, Ridley Scott uh, making a Napoleon film, and it'll be called a kit bag. Hmm. No time bandits. Won't compare to that one scene, Dave. Oh, uh, with uh, Napoleon in that? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Napoleon's an interesting guy. I'd definitely be interested to see how they do this and make it you know hopefully yeah. it's better than i don't know if you like the movie lincoln or have seen it but i Lincoln's, didn't enjoy it it was so slow yeah it's spielberg that, that's that's uh very checked out spielberg right there yeah it was super slow and i couldn't keep up so hopefully this one is a little bit more um not like i wouldn't say action-packed but a little bit more faster paced in a way so that way Keeps things interesting and isn't as slow as Lincoln was yeah. because that was uh, almost annoying to watch. And it was like two and a half hours or three or something. I don't remember. It was long. Well, just going off the director, I think Ridley Scott has made uh, better films in this decade compared to Spielberg. Okay. So hopefully he's made, we'll get uh, something good. Yeah, because he's made uh, the, the two Alien sequel films. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, he's made All the Money in the World uh, blanking on what else he made, but Spielberg, it seems like he's run out of gas. Yeah, he's kind of retired in a way. <laughs> yeah. So, well, that's good. I'm glad to see they got some history going on here, not oh, yeah. just like remakes of like Shrek the Seventh or something, you know. Is there still a Shrek movie coming out? I don't think so, but. Oh, I thought there, there was. At one point. There maybe was, but maybe it's not. I don't know. I haven't seen any news about it in a oh, while. Okay. So if there is, maybe, but I don't think so. All right. So uh, this last piece of news is not movie related, but I think it's relevant enough to bring up here. Okay. Let's I'm do sure it. you've heard of it. Uh, several of Dr. Seuss's books have been removed from publication due to some offensive imagery. Oh, yeah. I kind of heard something in passing on instagram through some memes actually memes oh yeah i don't actually know like the full story behind it or like what images that are considered being racist or anything mm -hmm. but 
I haven't actually like seen anything, but I've seen a few memes on it. So um, I don't know. What's your take? When I s- I have a lot to say about this actually. Okay. Uh, I think yeah, Dr. Seuss ha- was a very progressive figure during his lifetime. He was a Democrat, you know, and he, I think he really uh, fought against racism in general, like when he was in his lifetime. And he, and there, there six of his books have been removed from publication. I, and then we're in the middle of a kind of cancel culture. It seems to be really, it's, it's really focusing right now for some reason, you know? Yeah. It, I don't know. It's, I think people really need to look at those books in a different way because they're very, I think his books are very well intentioned and um, it's kind of a difficult subject and if you, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it is in a way. I feel like these books were made how many years ago? They're old. It's like, 50s 60s 30s, yeah they're yeah. they're old and it's like i mean even like i don't see like you know the ryman that's not that part you know his classic style you know one fish two fish yeah like that stuff isn't racist itself i don't feel like he intended to like go out of his way to make anything racist but to me like i think people are just bored and now they're like looking at everything to just cancel yeah I'm just going to say this. I don't think it's right to do this. It feels wrong. Yeah, I feel like it's too old to the point where it's like, why is it ha- coming up like right yeah. now in 2021? Like, if it was a big deal, it should have came up like in maybe like the 80s or something versus like, mm-hmm. why right now, you know, or 90s, you know? So I feel like it's just kind of out of context and weird and random that people yeah. would bring it up and that's kind of, what's been going on lately is stuff like that so i don't know and i was also also thinking about this so imagine if you're a writer you work very hard on a book several months it takes hundreds of hours to make yep yep you release it it's very successful you're really proud of that work and then 100 years later when you're dead they take it out of publication just because they don't like one little thing about it and see like, that's I, ju- I just think that's very disrespectful. Yeah, I don't think people understand how much time it takes to, like, make a creative work, like yeah. a book, a movie, like, anything. Like, it takes a ton of time. It doesn't happen overnight or in a week. Like, sometimes it takes years just to make something. So, yeah. it's like, I would be really frustrated. He's probably rolling in his grave right now for something that happened, like, what, like, 80 years ago, you know? Mm-hmm. Like... He probably didn't intend, like, that was just, like, how it was at the time, and he didn't intend for anything mm-hmm. to come out of it like that. But, yeah, whew. big stuff here. Honestly, I think the the people making these uh, accusations, they need to be, they need to have some empathy toward the author and kind of realize this it isn't that big of a deal. Yeah, you guys, it's like, go live your life, you have, other stuff do yeah i understand if a book came out like today and people read it yeah. and were like oh that's racist like take it out but this happened like this book came out like a long time you ago you understand it's the like, context of the like, time he lived in yeah so i would say just like move on with your lives leave mr dr seuss alone alone and just like get a life man watch <laughs> more movies or something yeah yeah, I think we covered it. Just, uh, I prefer that we preserve literature yeah, over getting rid of it. It's a bummer. And you look at some of those, like, older books that have been, well, banned and stuff. And it's mm-hmm. like, those things came out, like, in a time when that was the standard, you know? That's, like, yeah. how they talked and, like, did stuff. And I'm not saying it's okay, but I'm just saying, like, it came out a long time ago. It's a piece of history. You might, mm-hmm. It's like, let's preserve it instead of throw it out and if it's like if you're letting your child read these then maybe just don't let them read it you know if it's that big of an issue but i wouldn't say wreck it for every other kid on the block because Mm -hmm. you have an issue with it so yeah
it's unfortunate. But uh, let's lighten things up. Yeah. Into this next segment. Dave, what do we got? Play some tunes and oh, yeah. what do we got coming up after the uh, music? Coming up, we'll be talking about Click with Click, Adam Sandler. Let's go. Christopher Walken. It's an interesting film, and I think you guys uh, enjoy listening us talk about it. So uh, let's go. Let's go into break. I've got nothing to do today. I'm so bored, and it's Tuesday. You see that every day, man. Don't you have anything going on in your life at all? No, what's there to do? Have you heard of Film Loop? What's that? It's a club that meets every Tuesday on Zoom. We talk about films, discuss different topics, and watch the latest movies. Jai, that sounds like fun. Now I can spice my life up a little. Now you are seeing the light at last. Come to Film Loop, everyone. It's a blast. But if you don't show, there will be no mercy. Hane here. I got an important announcement for you. Dave and Haynes is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. Just search Dave and Haynes Magical Movie Hour, listen to old episodes, or maybe even rewatch <laughs> or listen to this one again, and enjoy. What is up, guys? Welcome back to Dave and Haynes here on KMSC Dragon Radio. So, me and Dave were talking, and so it sounds like Dave might be out of town for his birthday next Friday. So yep. that's exciting. So um, I may come in and do a smaller, shorter solo show so I can still get home at a decent hour but and still give you guys the news. The news. But anyways, enough of that. Let's talk about some click. All right. So uh, I think I saw this on Netflix, actually. Uh, first time I saw it. Really? Yeah. I don't. Th- it's not on there anymore, I don't think. So basically what uh, Click is about is uh, Adam Sandler's character, he's like an architect. And I think in his home, he, they lose the remote to the TV, so he has to go and find like a universal remote. Cursor Walken plays the uh, angel of death. Yep. And he gives him this, this universal remote that controls his life, basically, that he can fast forward through parts of his li- life he hates, like driving to work. He can fast forward through that. But there's a catch to this uh, fast-forwarding in his life. The more he does it, the faster his life goes. So then in no time at all, he's an old man. Yep. I mean, that's a great explanation without giving anything away. So, but yeah. Thank you. I saw this when I was uh, eight. We had the DVD. So nice. I, what kind of cover was it? Was it the, the cover, the, the traditional DVD cover we just opened? Or was it the... Uh, thing where you uh, add the cardboard <laughs> uh which i'm curious i think it was a traditional okay good i don't know why why they put those tabs on the dvd sides you know i hate at that. one point there was like one up here one down there mm-hmm. i hate when the blu-rays have the one where you flick the side it's that oh, long yeah. one i hate those cases like it's kind of weird disney cases like yeah those are the <laughs> disney ones and that explains it i think it's like sony too I think really? Sony does those too. I'm not sure. But yeah, click. Honestly, <laughs> it's very adult humor, but it's also a kid. Like, you can At watch times. it as a kid and it's totally fine. So, I mean, I really enjoy this. This one, uh, one of my favorite Adam Sandler movies because it's just kind of goofy, but also serious with like a, a good message to it. To, you know, although times are. Um, kind of boring and suck you know you just you don't you know you gotta live in the moment because life goes quick mm-hmm. and I think that's what's special about the movie Click in a way I mean it's not everyone's top favorite Adam Sandler movie but I, I think, think it's, it's good. really good I'd recommend it if it's still out there I can look it up here and see if there's somewhere to watch it maybe like just for rent I suppose yep what surprised me when I watched this was how emotion, emotional and serious it got at points. Because at the, I think the first act is a very Sandler comedy. It's like, it's the traditional, like, you, you don't really take this too seriously kind of thing. They just play off for laughs. But yeah. There's kind of there's kind of these moments that come out and out of nowhere and you're like, whoa, 
I didn't know we were going this serious. Yeah, I looked it up. You do have to rent it, but it's worth the three bucks. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's... Adam Sandler is an actor that continues to amaze me because at times he can go... He can be really funny, mm-hmm. but at times he knows when to, like, channel that out and be really dramatic and, like, um, serious in a way, you know, like... Another example of that would be Uncut Gems, you know, like, oh, yeah. you don't see him as a comedian, you see him as Howard Ratner, this, like, kind of stingy dirtbag in a way, instead uh, of... Scum. Yeah, instead of, like, a comedian, so... Yeah. It's like, he continues to amaze me on every movie he does, uh, he's one of my favorite actors, so... Oh, nice. It's interesting. Yeah, I know. It's uh, mainly it was from Uncut Gems. The way he was able to, because I thought when I was going into, I was gonna see him as like, oh, that's the guy from Happy Gilmore. Yep, Happy Gilmore, or like Mr. Deeds, or um, Happy Matt, or is it Billy Madison? That's what it is. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I was like, I'm gonna see him as just like this comedy guy, you know, and like silly guy. But no, like in. Um, watching Uncut Gems, he's able to, like, totally get rid of that view and, like, show me this stingy dirtbag that is Howard Ratner, so, yeah. like, he he amazes me, so. Yeah, he's, he, he showed this in Click, actually. Yeah. Th- this, this other side of, to his acting range. Yeah, I think. And those, uh, you were saying? I was gonna say, I think that's, like, his earlier side of like when he was really showing off his capabilities mm-hmm. and like that movie is kind of prominent in his acting abilities for the earlier part you know yeah yeah and these emotional moments where it's like he's he's going through all this uh all these changes in his life you can really feel that sometimes and i was i was surprised he had it in him to be honest or it's like it's too bad he doesn't get to show this side of his acting capabilities more often I know, it's kind of disappointing. I was surprised. You should cast him in uh, The Flash or something. or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> actually, dude. Cast I, him as the villain. I should. He'd be a good villain. I mean, he'd replace me, but he'd be a good villain. Oh, so. he'd be your henchman. Or yeah, the catch. henchman. He'd be like, this is who? This is who? You know, his <laughs> thing. But yeah, um, he'd be really good. He's honestly a great actor, and it surprised me how he's able to captivate those like emotional moments because it's like i didn't think he could actually pull that off like Mm -hmm. he does such a great job at it like i don't know any other actors that could go from being a comedian to like serious like catching your emotions and then go back to being a comedian and like still hold up i don't know Unless you know any. Jim Carrey is another example of this. Yeah, he's really good. I haven't seen the... What's the one where they, like, erase his memories? Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yeah, that one looks like one that it goes really deep on his acting. I wanted to watch that one, but I haven't seen it yet. So, um, he's a pretty good actor, too, in Mm -hmm. that sense. He's also one of my favorites, so he's good at what he does. The (laughs) Truman Show, classic. Mm -hmm. And of course, in Sonic. Yeah, Sonic. But yeah, another, you know, had a number of funny moments in that. He did, honestly. They looked like he's having a good time. He hasn't been on screen since forever, and then he comes back with Sonic and looks like he's just enjoying it. And that's why I love to see. Mm-hmm. I need him back in more movies. Yeah, that, definitely. He needs to come back, do some more. Yeah can't lose them at this early <laughs> so um do you think the concept of uh fast for- for- forward was used efficiently in this film effectively i should say um i'd say at times like some of it can be a little cheese but mm-hmm. i would say yeah it was used pretty effectively in the sense that it kind of showed like you know you gotta live in the moment and can't be skipping through life because if you do that then your life's just over within a blink of an eye and like it's unmemorable and you know it's just boring it's like nobody wants that so it's like it just kind of gives a good message and it is able to utilize it in a nice way in a sense that it Mm kind of shows that within the hour and a half screen time or whatever however long it is Oh yeah, definitely. And then, uh, 
it's kind of funny to think of this as uh, sci-fi as a sub-genre. Yeah. Because it isn't really... There isn't too many sci-fi elements in there. It seems more fantastical. Sorry. You, you need some uh, five-hour energy? I do. I was yawning. <laughs> but, um... Coffee? Yeah, coffee, yeah. something. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I see what you're saying here. Um, I've, it's kind of goofy how it's uh, sci-fi, but anyway, I see how it is because of the remote and, like, yeah. flipping time and stuff. But um, fantasy would also be a good category to put it in because it's kind of... Mm-hmm. Like, that wouldn't happen in real life, so, you know. Yeah, I th- Unless it does, and you're using it right now to skip by Dave and Haynes, Dave. I'm Why would kidding. I be doing that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'd never skip Dave and Haynes' magical movie hour. Yeah. I would skip through my Zoom class, that's what I would do. Yeah, that would be nice. Was that? If you had a remote, what would you skip? Just Zoom classes? No, I wouldn't skip anything. I would, I would just take advantage to pause some stuff. Oh, yeah, that'd be nice. Taking a test on D2L, you're running low on time. Boop. Yeah. Just pause, do it all. <laughs> and then uh, you could also reverse, too, I yep. believe. Huh, that'd be interesting. <laughs> I, I don't think I would ever want to go back, though. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want to. I don't know if there's anything to go back to. No. I mean, unless it's something like... You're playing bingo, right? And the oh. seat next to you and the CMU keeps oh, yeah, winning. Yeah, yeah. Then I'd go back and I'd I'd be like, yoink, and take the card. <laughs> I'm taking this one. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> and then I'd I'd win. So. Uh, there you go. I, yeah, I, I guess uh, that could be an advantage. Yeah, but honestly, there'd be nothing I'd want to relive. Just saying, like, once I've lived, <laughs> I've lived it. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Hmm. I'm catching your yawns right now. I know, it's contagious. Jay Will gave up to me. Why? Because we were working on an assignment this morning, and then one of the questions said yawn in it, and then he started yawning, and then I was fine. Yeah. And then I left, and then I started yawning, and now I'm giving them to you. So, happy early birthday. You got the case of the yawns. Thank you. The mid-Friday yawns. Mid-Friday. It's more like, I wanted the yawns on Monday. Yeah. That's what it's for. All right, I guess back to the film. How do we get here? Yeah, I don't know. We keep spewing, I don't know, spiraling out of control. That's what I'm trying to say. But anyways. I wish I had seen this more recently because uh, some of the more uh, finer details I'm blinking out on. Yeah, me too. Uh, I, I think the last time we watched it was when I got that projector in my room. And shout to Doll 349, great room. But... um. <laughs> I had the projector set up in there, and we watched... I was trying to, like, calibrate the colors and um, the settings on it. Mm-hmm. Yep, I think that was the last time uh, I watched the movie. I think Carter was there, Jonah. I think I was there for a minute. And then yeah, I you did. were there for a little bit. I don't think you stayed the entire time, but... I think I had something to do or something. So, yeah. Yeah. Um. Good times. Yeah, this is kind of like a drama to comedy, so it's a dramedy, too. A <laughs> dramedy. That's yeah, a fun word to say, actually. I've never heard of that. It's been it's used a couple of times to describe stuff that mixes drama and comedy, like Shakespeare. It's dramedy. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Learn new, learn something new every day. Hmm. Dramedy. <laughs> it's, kinda, it's fun to say, too. Yep. <laughs> I'll, be go- I'll be sitting later... Like, hanging with Emily, I'll be like, dramedy, dramedy, <laughs> dramedy. And then she'll just slap me in the face. She'll be like, shut up. Ooh. Oh, wait. <sighs> okay. I'm sorry. You brought, Anyways, your, you brought your domestic life to the show. I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just joking, guys. None of that happens. Anyway. So, do you think this film is underrated? I do think this film is very underrated in a sense that more people need to watch it. And it's not just like some goofy uh, yeah. B, B-class movie of Adam Sandler. Like, this movie is actually legit. It's a heartstring toucher, so I would recommend watching oh, it. I, I and, agree. Um, you know, it's like... Uh, it's, it's good, you know? Like, there's a lot to it without saying much, you know? It's a simple yeah. concept that gets the job done and knows what it's doing 
while doing it. So I would honestly recommend this. I'd say, although it's not free to watch, the three bucks ain't bad mm-hmm. to watch it. So I'd say, and I might as well just give it a star rating yeah. since I'm already I'm talking about it. Um, I would give it a three and a half out of five. It was very, it was funny when it needed to be funny and it was serious when it needed to be serious. But it also didn't hold the, when it was serious, it didn't give me a feeling like, oh, that's just like a comedian, you know, like yeah. I was saying before. Um, so I think that was really important for it and that's what does really well as a movie. So 3.5 out of 5. Cool. I'm going to have to agree with you, 3.5 out of 5. It's got a very a number of interesting scenes in there that I don't think I've had seen before in, in, a, in a movie. Mm-hmm. Just with the introduction of this concept and how it was how they played with it, it was fun to see. Yeah. And then it was interesting thing. It was used for comedic effect, but it was also used for dramatic effect as well. Yeah. Uh, there's one scene where uh, they, the boss David that Hasselhoff is kind of <laughs> uh, screwing over Adam Sandler. Oh yeah. And yeah. then uh, he gets mad, says so that he just slaps. The, slaps him a number of times and he, he puts it on pause and he unpauses it he's like wow how that well, my face really hurts now yeah i thought that part was really funny i like that one i know what you're talking about yeah. we should have a slap sound effect in here so we give him the sense of it but i don't have hold that on. i got i'll just do the hot take thing oh yeah yeah that's all i got hold on crank it all the way up because it's kind of quiet yep there we go oh, there we go beautiful and then he had a an emotional scene where uh adam sandler like the character's dad dies mm-hmm. and then he goes back and then he and his dad tells him that he loves him and then he plays that a number of times yeah also didn't he fart in somebody's face yeah that was the same scene yeah he, yeah the slapping one <laughs> so interesting <laughs> what a movie what a film what a i picture. love it if you guys haven't, please just rent it. It's mm-hmm. worth it. All right, so that's a uh, click for you. Underrated film. I think Very. it needs a little more attention. It has a 2.6 on Letterboxd. I think that should be a little I higher. think it should be at least a 3. At least a 3, yeah. It's not a 2.6 no. movie. I don't know who's averaging this out, but come on, at least a 3. It's very good. All right, so coming up, we got Adam Sandler Films. And we'll see you guys then. Stay tuned. Hey guys, welcome back to David Haynes Magical Movie Hour on KMSC Dragon Radio, 1500 AM. Howdy. Jay Will, you're here? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just teasing. He's he's back on the show for the first time. For the first time, not a side thought, Jay Will. (laughs) We sit on the stool in the corner of the room. That was funny swinging a cup of spare change around what a man <laughs> anyways and with that we'll go into the topic of the week which is Adam, Adam Sandler let's go I mean it doesn't have to be comedies but he mostly does comedy yeah he though. mostly does comedy guys so let's see what he's got because um, I conveniently have stuff pulled up so I'm just gonna start off and say sure. it's worst film Jack is and Jill. no don't mess with Zohan. I hated that one. I did not enjoy it. Although I like his acting, that one was my least favorite movie he's ever done and it is a waste of money if you pay to rent it or buy the Blu-ray. I'm sorry, but mm-hmm. I just did not like that one. And then I would say Jack and Jill after that. I would say my least favorite of his comedies are, have got to be um, the first one is definitely Mr. Deeds. It's just uh, such a boring film that really doesn't have a point to it. You know, funny you say that. My dad actually loves that movie. Really? So I think it's all right. I don't think, I think it's, it's anything special, <laughs> but he loves it. So. And the other one was uh, Fifty First Dates. I have not seen that movie yet. It just, I don't know. It just had that same problem of it. Uh, being just very mediocre and by the numbers. Yeah. I mean, I could see that. 
But he's made some good stuff too, like uh, Billy Madison, uh, Happy Gilmore, which is obviously the, the classic. Uh, and I do really like Waterboy, even though it's it's kind of a, a dumb comedy, but I still really like it. Yeah. You know, what we should do, we should play a or was it Back to the Bayou after this, because that's from uh, Waterboy. It's in the folder. I'll look for it, yeah. Um, But yeah, I like, I really enjoyed uh, Uncut Gems. That was a really good one of his. <clears throat> yeah, that, um, that's a good movie. It's probably one of his best ones, actually. And it's, mm-hmm. like, his most serious one, which is weird. Um, I really enjoyed Big Daddy. That one's a funny one. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That's pretty good. That one's, like, one, that's of, fun one. That's one of his good ones, too. Mm-hmm. Um, although a lot, this one gets crapped on a lot. Which one's Back to the Bayou? Uh, look for the Water Boy, and then it I'm, should be Boy. track one, I think. Born on the Bayou, that's okay. what it is. We'll play Drag it for you guys in. soon. So next song, stay tuned. It's going to be Born on the Bayou, Ooh, Water Boy. Um, Hubie Halloween, I enjoyed that one. That I know lots I of see. people hated, but you know, it's funny. It's kind of my humor, so mm-hmm. I enjoyed it as much as everyone else hated it. Um, The Longest Yard, I love that one too. <laughs> that one's got my boy Cheeseburger Eddie in it, so. From uh, Good Burger? Yeah, let's go. I love Good Burger. That's another good movie, but it's not Adam Sandler. Um,. Anger oh, you, management. Oh, that's a fun one. Yeah. With Jack Nicholson. Yep, I love anger <laughs> management. I have to watch that one again. It's been a long the be- time. The, the best scene is when they're when they're in the plane. Yeah. And Jack Nicholson is just uh, messing around with them. Where's your headset? <laughs> <laughs> or the the car? It, like, didn't he like drive it off the parking ramp or yeah. something? He just like just leaves a little insurance card under the destroyed <laughs> car's windshield wiper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Um, he's he's made a number of funny movies. Shout out to Jonah here, but uh, have you seen The Cobbler? I have, that one I haven't seen. That one is all right. I enjoyed it um, a little bit. I actually own it because I got it for a dollar from... Um, I'm not going to disclose the location because it's a Blu-ray store up here, and I don't like people going in there and then getting all the good stuff before I go through there so i got to use it in uh morehead or fargo Fargo. okay yeah i know which, which yep. one then yeah unfortunately so. there i there needs to be more blu-ray shops i know we're just fargo they're kind of going away now so yeah it's physical or non-physical movies are kind of taking the big stand now people are like who needs the physical what are you doing i'm looking at your oh. lock screen oh that's that's Emily Cross-eyed. Um, uh, but yeah, who needs the physical Blu-ray when we can just watch it digital, you know? It's like, no, I like the physical Blu-ray. And at times the physical is cheaper. Yeah, seriously. You can pay fifteen dollars $15 for one digital movie or $5 for the physical. Yeah. So, just saying. Yeah, and then, then I have a, yeah, you need more... I have a big Blu-ray collection that'll keep growing. Yeah. So, of course, I'm going to advocate for physical media. Me too. I so, like the physical media. It's good to hold yeah, it in your hands exactly. and be like, I own that. All right, what were you going to say? We get, okay, next show we do, we got to talk about that physical yeah, media. That should be the topic. Okay, yeah. So after spring break, because you said you're probably going to be gone for your birthday. Yep. So after probably. spring break, guys, we'll be, so like two weeks, we'll be talking about physical media versus, well, digital, because... And it will be interesting to have a debate with somebody who is who's for... For uh, digital. Digital, yeah. We'll see if we can find somebody. I don't know if there's anyone around that... Or we can just talk about it, you know. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be a debate. Just... Maybe we'll see if we can get Carter. Carter's a big physical media guy. We're, we're, everybody in our friend group is pretty much physical media, I believe. Yeah. Everyone, I I don't think there's anyone that's pro digital yeah. only. I mean, I'm a big digital guy too, but I like I like having the physical, but I also like having a copy of the digital, mm-hmm. you know. But I prefer to the digital or the physical. Sorry, it's getting all wrapped up in my words. I prefer the physical. Yeah, exactly. Mostly, that's like that's like what I want. I'm not gonna just buy a digital movie without having the physical first looks good on the shelf it does looks nice when you got 
a couple shelves full too. Mm-hmm. But anyways. So what's your favorite Sandler comedy? My favorite Sandler comedy is Gabby Big Daddy. Oh, that's your favorite? Yeah, I like that one a lot. I would say Anger Management, but I haven't seen it in a while, so I'd have to watch that one. But I think Big Daddy was one of my favorite ones of his because it's just classic. And, you know, it's got a lot of jokes in there, and it's kind of my style, so I enjoyed it. That's probably, like, one of my favorites. I don't know. What's yours? For me, it's got to be Billy Madison. That's the funniest to me. Okay. And it's... It's a really good time to watch, too. Uh, <laughs> coming behind it would probably be Happy Gilmore. Then it would be, you know, probably Waterboy, Anger Management, Big Daddy. All, all those are good. Yeah. Um. Speaking of Happy Gilmore, that's what Jay will watch on his first date. Shout out to Jay Will. Nice. And Alyssa. Um, but anyways, I would say Big Daddy. Um... I'd say I enjoyed uh, Click. Um, yeah, Click, of longest, course. The Longest Yard, Anger Management, Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, and then if we're going serious, obviously Not un- too many. Uncut Gems, because that one is just perfect in how he executed playing Howard Ratner. Mm-hmm. So I and would then, say. Have you seen good. Punch Drunk Love? Uh, no. I need to see that one. I That's see. one I need to see as well. I would like to. Um, let's see here. There's one more. I didn't really enjoy Chuck and Larry. I thought that one was okay. I, I haven't heard of that one. Um, I, it's got like, um, Kevin James in it. Yeah. And it's got Steve Buscemi, aka Crazy Eyes. I like to call them crazy eyes. Anyways, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's basically, if I remember correctly, it's two firefighters. They're good buddies, and yeah, it's just kind of like that. <laughs> I don't really remember much of it. It's kind of forgettable, so hmm. that's all I remember about it. Yeah. Intriguing. Um,. And then uh, I think Waterboy's probably got my favorite quotes from any Sandler film. Oh, yeah, film. yep. Waterboy's another good oh, one. Oh, no! We suck again! Because <laughs> uh, in that movie, uh, his character uh, plays on the football team. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I forget how that one goes because I actually haven't seen it in a while. But I remember there's some about, like, water sucks, Gatorade is... Yeah, and H2O! Then, and then he freaks out, and then he plows him down, and then next thing you know, he's a football player. So yeah. I just remember that. And then uh, his mom doesn't want him to play football. Yeah. And then I, I just remember a couple of funny arguments with the mom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that one's funny. I forget what she called it, though. Was it she called football, or...? I don't remember. I don't know. I think she said something different slightly different because i kind of remember that but i could be remembering it wrong i haven't seen yeah. it in forever so um but yeah that one's a good one i should watch that one again mm-hmm. it's been such a long time but yeah okay so i think we covered that so do you want to play back the bio before talking about personal projects sure let's do that and then we'll all right update the viewers on what's going on and then we'll let them go and we'll catch them well i'll Whenever. probably catch them yeah. yeah soon but two weeks for you we under streak mm-hmm. but all right guys all right. born on the bayou born, enjoy enjoy welcome back guys to dave and haynes here on magical movie hour no i'm just joking in case you guys weren't paying attention you're listening to kmsc dragon, dragon radio, radio. Fifteen hundred AM. So now I know our show's a little over. We're kind of bad boys like that, but um, oh well. Um, so really quickly, I mean, I don't have much personal updates to go over, so I'm just gonna go quick, and then I'll have Dave take the mic. Mm -hmm. Um, so I did. So last uh year, well, I could say two semesters ago, 
I made some short films in Kaya's 175 film production class, and I'm excited because I've submitted him to a film festival down, I, th- I don't know what it's called, Inner College Intercollegiate? Yeah, something like that. Um, at Augsburg festival. University. Yeah, Augsburg. So hopefully those will get in. I know my boy Dave has submitted some, so we can talk about that. But hopefully that we get in and that so. we can watch this virtual event and check them out. So that mm. should be really interesting. That's the only effort I've really made. I have made some uh, cool photography uh pictures and stuff but that's on my instagram so if you want to check that out tyler h017 and that's all i got for really a personal update on my creative work you have plug in um david go ahead well i hope your films get accepted i don't know really the rules of this festival if it's i don't either well i hope (laughs) it gets nominated at least yeah hopefully so i submitted to the same festival i didn't submit any short films because honestly i don't have any films on standby for that, but I did submit a script that I had written a month ago called The Businessman Meets Death. I think it's uh, probably a pretty good script, probably one of the best I've written so far, and hopefully it'll be accepted. I don't know what the rules are for the screenplays, but, you know, hopefully something happens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've I made further progress with the book I'm writing. Hey, I'm let's go. outlining right now. That's so. good. That's all I got. I'm so super far. excited to read chapter one, see it, what it is. You gotta give me like an Amazon sample, you know. Oh yeah, sure. Where definitely. it's like the first chapter, so I'm excited to see Thank how you. that see how that turns out. Um, Duke's also still writing his book, Moon River, so we'll Moon see Raker? how that goes. Moon River. It sounds like Moonraker. I know, <laughs> but anyways, um, we'll maybe see you next week. So stay tuned if. You tune in next week and it's nothing there at 2.31. Then um, just note that we, me and Dave uh, decided to go on our spring break early. So have a good week, guys, and I hope you guys stay out of trouble. And oh, yeah. I hope you guys get out and enjoy the nice weather. It's almost like 50 degrees out oh, yeah. right now. So Go outside. It, it, it's while, beautiful. While it's warm outside. Yeah, because yeah. in a few weeks, who knows, it might be negative 10 again. So yeah, got to take advantage. Definitely get out while you guys can. So I hope you guys have a great week and a great weekend. Yep. Adios. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in to David and Haynes' Magical Movie Hour. Our new airtime now is from 2.30 to 3.30 every Friday on KMSC Dragon Radio. We're also sponsored by Film Loop, which meets every Tuesday on Zoom. So, with that information, we must part ways, but we will return in one week. Thanks for listening!